Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We would like to give a big shout out to our sponsors at Combat Vet CBD. Combat Vet CBD is not only for veterans, it's for you too. Their CBD and Delta 8 products are high quality, full spectrum, and cheaper than all of their competitors. If not, they will match anyone's prices. CBD is all natural and better than pharmaceutical alternatives. Say no to narcotics that make you into a zombie and say yes to Combat Vet CBD. Go to CombatVetCBD.com and use the word cult. That's C-U-L-T, cult, at checkout and save 30% on all products. Hello and welcome to the show. This is the Cult of Conspiracy and my name's Jonathan. I'm Jacob. And today we are talking about some more shit that is probably going unnoticed because I feel it like is. a lot of the topics that we talk about these days, it's not brought up on national media and a lot of people will see that and they'll be like, oh, well, you know, Don Lemon didn't tell me about this, so it right. must not be happening. Yeah, you'll be hearing about this one here soon. I'm just going to okay. throw that out. Uh, just going to give everybody a heads up. Turkey is about to invade Syria again. Uh, there's a lot of different moving parts into this one, though, and that's why I wanted to bring it up to the show. Um, okay. So let's just start from what's the initial instigation, and then we'll talk a little bit about the backstory here. So on uh, November 13th, 2022, okay, this is a couple of months ago as a time of recording, a bomb went off in Istanbul, Turkey, and killed six, and it wounded over 80 people. Okay. Okay. It was a uh, seemed like it was a terrorist attack. Obviously, cool. Um, however, I want to get your hot take on it at the end of all of this. Do you believe that was indeed a attack, or was that a false flag? We're gonna okay. We're gonna break that one down. I yeah. don't know what the fuck I can trust anymore as valid sources. Hold on, hold on. I'm a, I'm a trust me, dog. We're gonna talk Just about in all general. Of it. I want I want to get you to look at the entire picture, start to finish, and then you tell me. Do you think this was a deliberate attack, or do you think this was a random act of violence that they're just going to capitalize on. Like you, you tell me what you think. Okay. Mm. All right. Before we get into that. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to guide people over to look at our merch, dude. Yeah. Our merch is 
freaking insane right now. Yeah. I got a tank top on the way. Jacob's got a t-shirt on the way. I got a hoodie on the way, too. Uh, yeah. You just go to teespring.com. Actually, we have a link in our, um, if, if you go down into the podcast details, yeah. um, whether you're on Apple or Spotify, you'll be able to see a link to all of our stuff. You'll be able to see a link to our Rockfin, uh, a link to Combat Vet CBD, and our link tree, which is literally just, if you never heard of link tree, it's just a link that shows you all of our links to everything. Our Facebook, our Instagram, our, you know, our TikTok and, and um, everything else. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, go, go check, check it out. Merch, man. It's good quality. I promise you that. Oh, yeah, dude. It's one of my favorite t-shirts so far. That's yeah. why I ordered a second one, the tank top. Are you going to rip it to where the nips show? The nips have to show. The nips got to be out, though. I mean, nips out. Sun's out, nips out. That's just how I roll. Doesn't even rhyme, but I'm with it. I'm with it. You know, we're just gonna go with it. Yeah, we're gonna get a little weird. So if you haven't done so already, just go check it out. You can get it comes in all sizes. You can get it for babies. You can get it for women. You can get it for men. Get it for preteens. Whatever. Get it for your old grandma. It doesn't matter. I'm sure she'll be rocking out, probably with her nips out like me. Oh Jesus Christ! (laughs) Dude, depending on your grandma, mine would. My mom wouldn't give a fuck. My grandma wouldn't. Dude, At least I hope she wouldn't. My grandma is wild, dude. That's definitely where I get most of my personality from, to be honest with you. Heard. All anyway. right. Let's dive in. Although, that being said, wanted to throw this one out as well. Okay, checking out the merch. Dude, this is the first time I'm actually looking with my eyeballs, like in a long time on this camera. I usually wear the glasses the whole time. Oh, yeah. This is weird. The people that are watching us on Rockfin will be able to see that right now. So yeah, if you haven't gone that, go ahead and check us out at rockfin.com forward slash cult conspiracy. Yes, yes. Go there, do the things, do the stuff, and enjoy yourself. Indeed. You know, you're already spending 10 bucks a meal every time you go to McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, whenever it's January 1st and you buy McDonald's and you you invest that $10 into that meal, which only yeah. made you, you know, not fatter. feel great. Fatter. Yeah, you're not going to feel good after as soon as you're done eating one I of those that. meals. I eat McDonald's a good bit. I talk shit, but let's be honest. I don't eat that bullshit. <laughs> I don't need that bullshit. It's fucking made out of human skin, I'm sure. But anyway, yeah. while I say that, you, you're going to spend 10 bucks on a meal. That's an investment. Mm. Okay, that's an investment these days. 10 bucks on a meal on January 1st. January 7th, you're probably going back and doing it again. Why yeah. not just pay the 10 bucks on rockfin.com slash cult of conspiracy? And guess what? It's good for the entire month. Indeed. It ain't just a one hit or quitter, baby. Nah, I'm telling you, you get everything that the entire website has to offer, not just us. So, yes, yes. Anyhow, moving on. That being said. All right. Bomb goes off November 13th. Within 24 hours, the Turkish officials all agreed unilaterally that it was the Kurdish groups of the PKK and the SDF. Which, for the record, have claimed they have nothing to do with it. Now, we're going to talk about those groups and who they are here in a moment. But uh, basically, <clears throat> Turkey started retaliating in northern Iraq and Syria. Okay, They started dropping bombs, drone strikes, things like that. Um, that happened on uh, immediately after this quote-unquote uh, attack. Bomb going off out of nowhere. Um, November 21st, the Turkish president threatens to launch a ground attack into northern Syria against the Kurds there, okay? He wants to basically occupy the northernmost 30 kilometers in Syria and man it with Turkish forces to split up the Kurdish territory there, okay? Now, that's something that the president literally just made a whole press conference about and is like, by the way, we're about to have troops just moving on in to a whole other country. No, no, no. uh, The name is President... Hold on, I wrote it down. 
Uh, Erdogan. Okay. So President Erdogan of Turkey basically just said, yeah, we're about to invade Syria. Now, keep in mind, they've already invaded Syria four times. Uh, five since 2016. Okay. Maybe four. I'm, I think I might have lost count, to be honest with you. A lot. Anyway, but they're about to do it again, and this time they're actually going for a land grab. They're not just going in for a strategic push into a, a, you know, a certain location. Now, let's talk about that. Syria is in the middle of a 10-year-long civil war right now. Okay? They don't care what's going on up in the north of their country because they got more important shit to deal with down lower. You know what I mean? Not to mention the entire area up there is owned by the Kurds, right? So that, that's another thing we're going to talk about in a second. Now, here's the deal. Syria being in the middle of this 10-year-long civil war, America has definitely had a hand in that over there. Mm. But now America's shit, you know, uh, attention has been shifted to Ukraine because of what's going on because of Russia. Okay, mm. America's attention is probably going to get shifted back over to Syria here soon. And let's talk about why. Okay. It's all about the Kurds. Have you ever heard of them? Yeah. Okay. Do you know anything about them? Not really. Top of your head. No. All right. Sick. Okay. So there is three main groups of Muslim. Okay. They are the the Shiite, the Sunni, and the Kurds. Okay. You with me? Yeah. Everyone hates the Kurds. They're pretty much like the Jews of of Islam. And okay. and for people of both faiths, I don't mean to offend anybody by that. I mean that in the fact that like you know like everybody else on Earth hates the Jews. Basically, that's how they keep getting screwed over throughout the course of history. I don't know. I mean, not currently, because okay. if you if you say anything about Jews nowadays, it's anti anti Semitic, and you can get deplatformed. Okay, fair. Throughout the course, but that's of an human American history. Thing. That's an American thing. I don't know if that's everywhere. Fair. Okay. Throughout the course of American history, not American. Throughout the course of world history, pretty much the Jews have been consistently shit on, rose up, shit on, rose up, shit on, rose up. There's religious reasons for that. We're not getting into that today. But my point is, though. All right. The Kurds are this separate group that all the other groups hate just because they're there. All right. There is approximately, uh, Turkey's entire southeast, for the record, is controlled by the Kurds, okay? There's about 15 million of them living in this section of Turkey, all right? Now, the Kurd people, the Kurdish people, there is estimated somewhere between 30 and 45 million of them in their territory. Now, that territory is a crazy amalgamation that crosses four different countries, okay? That would be southeast Turkey, uh... Northeast Syria, North Iraq, and Northwest Iran. Okay, it's just this weird pocket where all these Kurdish people just live. Okay? Mm. Now, they have constantly pushed to be their own nation. Okay? that's The Kurdish people have always wanted that. They've been pushing for it for over 100 years. Okay? All the other countries have pretty much told them to go fuck themselves. Just across the board. You know what I mean? Okay. For multiple reasons. Um, Turkey, most of all, has been leading that charge because of the massive amount of land that they would lose and the massive amount of tax-paying people that they would lose. Okay? We're talking 15 million people no longer your country and legitimately about a third of your land mass you just lost. Okay. Okay? Not to mention all the other countries are pretty much saying, like, nah, we don't want that shit neither. Okay? And that's been just the status quo. For over 100 years, Turkey has suppressed the Kurdish people, okay? Mm. And not just suppress them or suppress their push to have their own national identity, but they're also super oppressed within their regions, bro. Okay, the uh, they weren't even recognized as a people until 1991 by Turkey. Uh, their language was completely outlawed in, uh, in 1991, I believe it was. And then it's still 
uh, to a point where you can't use the Kurdish language to teach. So, like, a Kurdish teacher teaching Kurdish children in that area cannot speak their native tongue to each other under, like, penalty of uh, jail sentence. What? Yeah. Yeah. Just the dumbest shit. Wow. So That's a bit extreme. It, it Well, and that... Extreme begets extreme, right? Yeah. So here we go. In 1980, the Kurdish Workers' Party, who are now called the PKK, which is the group that I mentioned earlier that Turkey is blaming for this bomb. Okay. Mm-hmm. The PKK started an insurgency in Turkey, okay, and it spread, as it does, into Iraq and into Syria. Okay. Now, the Kurdish people had done peaceful protesting for a very long time, and they had pushed for this in the best way they knew how, and then eventually armed conflict started, all right? That has now led to the other countries. And Turkey is constantly fighting this group within their own country. It is an absolute insurrection. Okay. Okay. Now, Iraq and Syria don't really care about those airstrikes that were going in. Remember when I said that uh, Turkey was bombing the the north of Syria with all that shit going on to, to hurt the PKK and the SDF for this bombing that happened in November 13th of 2022? Yes. Okay, Iraq and Syria don't really care about what's going on in the north of their countries because Syria's got a civil war. They got other shit to worry about. And Iraq isn't exactly a a hotbed of stability at this time either. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they kind of never have been. Uh, Right, exactly. So they don't give a fuck what's going on in the north. It's not really bothering them, especially because it's against the Kurds, which they don't fucking like anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they pretty much told Turkey, go for it. You know, hey, do what you got to do, bro. However, that is, yeah, that's how all that played out. All right. Where fuckery. We a fuckery. Okay. okay. Fuckery is going on. So a bomb goes off, a group that claims that they had nothing to do with this, for the record. Okay? Mm. And there's also some fuckery afoot on that one. I want to talk about that one here in a minute. Okay. Okay. Now, talking about the Civil War with Syria, talking about what's going on in that country, and that kind of leads to what's about to happen with the military invasion in the north of Syria, okay? Everything changed in 2011 when Syria devolved into civil war. Now Syrian forces aren't able to repress the Kurds Kurds in the north like they were used to, okay? So now the Kurds pretty much have a solid base of operations in north Syria to do what they need to do from, okay? Because they're pretty much being left the fuck alone there. The YPG, which was something that America helped start, later became the Syrian Democratic Forces. That's the SDF. That's the other group that they're blaming for the bomb, right? Okay. Um, And they're just Syrian-armed Kurdish fighters. They're not Turkish Kurds. They're Syrian Kurds. You with me? Okay. Okay. America backs the SDF hard, bro. We fucks with these people. We give them funding. We give them weapons. We give them uh, advisors. We give them intel. Like, we hook them up, okay? With American support, the SDF took control over northeast Syria. Okay, now here's the thing. Turkey is pissed at this. Now, Turkey's our ally. Okay, Turkey is a NATO country, and that plays a very key thing later on, which why Turkey is going to be able to make this military push happen, and no one's going to be able to stop them, and no one's going to even say shit to them. All right, so look. Turkey is pissed at this because the Kurds can use this controlled area as a launching point for attacks into Turkey, or at least that's what they see it as. Okay, and they may also lead to a domino effect leading to the founding of Kurdish nations, states in their area, mm. and then founding of the national Kurdish or a uh, uh, Kurdish nation overall. 
You feel me? Yeah. Turkey doesn't want that at all. So Turkey's pissed at the fact that America is even hooking the SDF up at all. It is what it is. Okay. Mm. Now, Turkey has, like I said, invaded Syria multiple times to prevent this from happening. Okay. Uh, Turkey already occupies land, as a matter of fact, in the north of Syria, militarily occupies it. It's Syrian land, but they're just there from these previous pushes into this area for this purpose. They already hold some land, bro. Okay. They're now trying to expand it to a giant strip across their border, and they're going to call it, it's a 30-kilometer, quote-unquote, safe zone. Okay. And they are the only NATO country to not support the SDF and the PKK for obvious reasons. They don't support the terrorist group that they see as a terrorist group. Mm. But I'm just going to throw that out. They're the only NATO country who don't support the SDF. All right. Because they see it as a, a immediate threat. Now, he's going to use the most recent bombings to justify this full-scale invasion. Okay, now let's talk about that bombing. Okay. The people that were arrested who were allegedly a part of this bombing, the main conspirator was a woman who they, quote-unquote, got a confession out of her. I'm sure it was under extremely torturous conditions. But she claimed that she was a Syrian-trained special agent and all this shit, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. The SDF, the Syrian fighters, claimed no. If you look at her family he- heritage, she's actually a part of a Islamic extremist jihadist group and has nothing to do with us. Mm. Right? Her okay. family members, her brothers, her dad, her uncles, all a part of Islamic extremist groups. None of them are anywhere close to any kind of Kurdish anything. Okay. So. I'm wondering if they're going to use this attack that may have just been Islamic extremism. It may not have even been a Kurdish thing at all, but they're just going to run with it, claim that it was that, and then boom, now we have an invasion that no one's going to try to stop. It's so hard for me to, like... So we funded ISIS, right? We're going to bring them up here in a minute. Okay. <laughs> like, we, 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 we started, always fund some shitty people. We started ISIL. Okay, and then we wanted to use them to help us fight the Russians in Syria. Then they became ISIS. Then it became a whole other problem. Hey, cult members, are you still preparing yourself for the end of the world and doing nothing in the meantime to make sure you and your family are some of the fittest, healthiest people alive? Worry no more, because it's never been easier than right now with Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Sign up today and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to Factor 
DrMeals.com slash Conspiracy50 and use code Conspiracy50 to get 50% off. That's code Conspiracy50 at DrMeals.com slash Conspiracy50 to get 50% off. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, and I have a feeling that we are about to screw over some people in Syria right now because that's what America has historically done. And we're going to get to that as well. I just want to put my two cents here. Please do. Um, now, I know that you're not very well versed in geopolitics. No, not at all. Especially. I was going to ask you. Does this sound like it's all gibberish here? You a been, little, a little bit gibberish. To have me? I been going too fast? Tell me. No, and I'll slow no, down no, 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 no. It's just you know, as far as uh, world wars go. Yeah. You know, like international shit that's going on. Yeah. Turkey, Iraq, Iran, like all these different places. I've just, I just don't really look into them. I hear you. Because I just see it as, I don't know, is it important to us? And I, I guess the reason why I say that yeah. is because I'm somebody that I think that, you know, we shouldn't really have our noses in other people's shit. But we do. And I know. That's but, why this stuff is important, bro. Because right. Them over there doesn't affect us, right? A Syrian civil war has no effect on me needing to clock into work tomorrow. You know what I mean? However, the geopolitics that are associated with that, what side our government is backing, and how that equates to how other countries see that move, right? It's chess pieces. We back this group. Country A over here sees that and is cool with that. Country B over here sees that and is not cool with it, both of which are our allies. They both will play a factor later on as things progress. It's a massive, massive game being played, bro. Oh, I know it is. It's definitely on some chess level shit. And that's why, because we already know the game is rigged. Even when, it, especially when it comes to global conflicts, dude. Mm. Oh my God. You know how many ways there is to hide money, resources, bodies, anything that you want inside of a global conflict? Well, it's even easier whenever you're doing it with fucking fiat money that's backed by nothing. Exactly. And so you can just keep on printing and printing and printing. You're printing Monopoly money and putting it on the board as if it was already included with the game. No. Bro. You're adding money to it. Do you remember when Syria, we were like getting on Assad's ass. That was the president of Syria. Still is, by the way. We're going to talk about him a good bit in a minute. Mm. But he was talking about using, or he did use chemical weapons against his people. Yes. And America was so critical of him. Then come to find out we had 22 labs in Ukraine doing the exact same shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, dude. That is what these global conflicts do. They give way to let things happen that usually we would be, oh, oh, but they're okay because they're in wartime. It's very easily, uh, it's easily shuffled in the deck of chaos. You know what I mean? Why can't we all just get along? That's not the way the world works. Why can't we be friends? That's what we need to be. be Like, I I wish that everybody would just stick to their own shit. Iran, you stick to your own shit. How libertarian of you. It's like putting kids in a corner and just saying, now you guys are going to play nice. Not saying that any of us are the parents, (laughs) but somebody, like, Somebody's got to be. I hate that, like, we even think that we should be doing that. I, I It's not that we should or shouldn't. It's that somebody shouldn't since nobody else will. Somebody has to step up. 
I mean, I say just let the fucking rules of the jungle commence, bro. Um, and I hear you. And it, I'm not against that either. But you got to look long term. Okay. If you let, and I'm not saying that this one situation will devolve into this, but this is a contrived example, but hear me out. Yeah. If Germany invading Poland would have got dealt with at that point, we wouldn't have had World War II. You feel me? Maybe if, if, hear me out now, Germany was just out of World War I. They had all these rules saying you can't build a military. They did anyway. No one stopped them. Everyone should have. Everyone signed the treaty saying they were going to, and no one did because, eh, well, you know, yeah, we could just get along. And, yeah, then, I mean, I, I fully believe that every single war is being funded both sides. Yes, and that's, agreed. That's obvious. Um, look at all the people that stand to make so much money from world, like especially oh world God. wars, but even these little wars that yes. like aren't affecting the entire world. Dude, proxy wars are why Victor Blout became the merchant of death. That's where he got his title. He didn't oh, get yeah. his title from a massive armed conflict. In, uh, for instance, he wasn't war dogs. Okay, he right. wasn't selling to the U.S. government. Uh-huh. He was selling to fringe units in Africa, bro. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Fringe, fringe wars. These these proxy wars that are being fought, which is what this is going to become, which it already is. The Syrian civil war has been a massive proxy war with the U.S. and Russia backing different opposing sides to the regime change. It's We're going to get into all And we it. just so happened to trade him for fucking Joanna, man, so <sighs> that's good. Bro, did you see that meme? It was like somebody was uh, like thoughts and prayers to this basketball player that was like hurt. Uh, and uh, he actually, it was a picture of Brittany Griner instead. The dude commented, was like, I mean, I'm all right, bro, thanks. But I think that's a picture of Brittany Griner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, I forget who that was now. <gasps> Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know if that about. was fake or not. I, I love internet real. memes. I, I love memes. They're they're always they're, yeah, honestly some of these memes is what makes the world I, I, go stand. Still. I was like, go what? Stand go what, John? I didn't say go. Damn it! Uh, they make it go round. I'll say it. You don't I'll, have to I'll say, say it. that that's what makes all the other planets go around us. How we are the that's center. What makes life go on. We're How about that? Center of the universe. Jesus. Christ. Okay, we're not. We're really not, but okay. Ah, <laughs> that that chaps you a little it, bit. It didn't chat me, bro. <laughs> it didn't chat me because you flat earthers do have some key talking points that are that I will say, like they are some serious fucking brain boilers. I'm gonna be honest. Can but, I just say that Neil deGrasse Tyson is a super soft. Like brand, he's like a teddy bear. He's the most soft person I've ever heard talk, and I say that in the most demeaning way. What about Jordan Peterson, though? I love what he says, but he kind of reminds me of like a, a meek or Kermit the Frog. I'm not really a huge fan of Jordan Peterson, to be honest. Is with it you. his voice or what he's saying? Because I love what he says. It's what he's saying. What? Dude. Yeah. What does he say that you disagree Dude, with? Be I... a man. Stand up for your for your beliefs. I don't know, Defend dude. Defend your friends? It's all the biblical shit. Okay, so he would be a Christian, but if you take away the Christian tinge and look at the message he's saying, be a man, be responsible, own up to your responsibilities, take charge of your life, you know, work past traumas, have a good relationship with your wife. That's all he's really saying. I just don't really care for motivational speakers. They're literally oh, getting okay. paid fucking millions of dollars just to go up on stage. Well, and... if that's your issue with him, I get it. Per a public speakers that... I get it. That's, yeah, that's like something you either love or hate. It's such a so it's TED talks are not your thing. 
No. <laughs> no, unless it's Bill Gates telling us that we need to, you know, depopulate the planet by 10, 10 to 15% God, and how that's going to be a good thing. So like, blatantly yeah. open with that. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of old Jordan oh Peterson. I'm not saying that I hate him. Fair. I mean, I would welcome him to the show. Oh, my God. You know, eventually. I would, I would be happy about that. But as far as Neil deGrasse Tyson goes, I just I got be a bone a, I'd to die pick. to have him on the show. I'd love oh. to pick his brain on some conspiracies. I'd love to have him and Eddie Bravo on the show Tell you at what, the same time. I would have Neil deGrasse Tyson on, but we're not talking anything physics of the universe. We're talking strictly government. We are talking strictly JFK. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson? <laughs> yeah. That's not anywhere up his alley. I know. That's my point. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, here's my problem is that Neil deGrasse Tyson said on Joe Rogan's podcast like a couple years ago that he welcomes a uh, like basically a battle with a flat earther. And then he came back and fucking like um, we need him and David Weiss together. Let's host the event. We need him and David Weiss, him and Eddie Bravo, him and somebody who is extremely well versed in this whole flat earth deal. I know there's a lot of them. Trying to get old Daryl Marble on the show. He's my favorite flat earther, but um, he's a uh, this dude that just lives in a van. He lives that van life. It's fucking sweet. Um, you know that's not a good look though. Although I do support van life living, like that's just great. Yeah, and that's like a trend these days. But if no, like, you're taking yourself out of the matrix, bro. Like I love you're it. not like you when you think about it. When uh, you know the the your house, your land. You don't own any of that shit. Even no. whenever it's paid off, no, you're, you're still it. paying fucking taxes to the government. For sure. So what do you own? I agree with it. And like I said, I love the van life living. I love that it's trending right now. I'm just saying, 15 years ago, if you were saying that you were a conspiracy theorist living in a van... Down by the down river! Down by the river! <laughs> most people would have looked at you like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist that lives in a van. Got you. Okay. Uh... You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying this guy is that because I have seen a lot of people do this van living amazingly. I'm actually pretty sure he's like fairly wealthy. I'm sure. That's the thing. Because it's trending these days and because conspiracy podcasts are doing what they're doing, yeah, I'm sure yeah, yeah. he's killing it. It's just, I just want to. I want to call attention to the fact that 10 years ago, that would not have been a good look. Anyway, Neil deGrasse Tyson reneged on the whole idea of battling a flat earther live on the show. Wait, what? Yeah, what? yeah. It was supposed to happen, but then he like came back on the next podcast after that and saying, oh, I just don't have time to deal with that now. It's like, come on, dude. No. You're so fucking sure. What probably happened was the, the internet spoke and was like, bitch, okay, and sent like 15 experts his way, and he was like, uh, okay, hold on. I don't have time for that. You got to think about the, the, the resources that this dude has, bro. He is a hand. He is propaganda. Wrapped in, in government all the way around. Agreed. He is constantly pushing all this bullshit. He was talking about, like, I don't know. If you listen to his latest show on Rogan, like, that happened a couple weeks ago, mm. you listen all the way till the end, especially the end, like, the last 20 minutes, you're going to be like, this dude is an actual piece of shit. I, I could see that. And so I just don't, I don't fucking like him. Anyway, I don't really know what the point of that was, but. No, okay. Anyway, anyway <laughs> Any, moving, moving, back, moving back to the whole Turkish invasion here. Okay. Now, he's going to use this recent bombing as a justification for his full-scale invasion. Now, there's a bigger picture going on at place here, bro. Right now, there's 3.6 million Arab-Syrian refugees that have fled into Turkey because of the Civil War. Okay? Okay. These are, these are Muslim uh, Turkish people, or excuse me, Muslim Syrian people. Remember when the Syrian refugee crisis was going down? Yes. Right. So Turkey took in a lot of these, 3.6 million to be exact. And they have had 
open arms this entire time. You remember how we told the entire world that that would backfire? Remember mm-hmm. whenever everybody was like, hey, we don't need any more refugees. Like, that's going to hurt our economy. And all the left and all these bleeding heart liberals were like, well, these are just people. They need help. And every single one of the refugees was like a military-aged male. There wasn't any women and children in the entire group. You remember this? I loved it whenever DeSantis and uh, and Abbott sent all of the refugees and all like the homeless and everything like that up to like Pelosi's house in California. Right, and, like, and they were like, oh, we just can't have that because, yeah, they're welcoming all these fucking people in like all the homeless and, and all of the, you know, basically the illegal immigrants that that are in here. Right. They're welcoming them into the country. But it's because they live in a massive gated community. With they don't see anything. Though. Extreme security. Right. They're not going to be the ones getting fucked with. So let's talk about the uh, economic situation in Turkey, bro. Turkish inflation is at 85%. Or it's actually over 85% right now. Okay. What is their one euro? What is their money? One they use e- a euro? It's, a, it's a, a lira. Okay. Okay. I've never heard of that one. It's their their currency anyway one euro is equal to 20 lira right now that's the amount of inflation Mm. keep in mind turkey is not like a third world country they are a very first world modern country okay and that's how destitute they are right now it's a one to 20 fucking ratio bro yeah that's pretty ridiculous okay now the year there's a uh turkish presidential election coming up in june of 2023 okay and the uh, current opponents are all claiming that they can get rid of these refugees, bro. That's like their big talking point. One guy is saying he can get rid of them in two years. Another dude is saying he can get rid of them in a year. They've all got these massive plans and all this shit, right? Here's the deal. He is the current president. Uh, Air Shit. What's his name again? I done lost it. Uh, I forget. It was some weird name, wasn't it? Um, oh, here we go. Uh, Erdogan. Excuse Erdogan, me. yeah. President Erdogan. Of Syria, or excuse me, of Turkey, uh, has claimed that he plans on moving all of these refugees, these 3.6 million of them, into this 30-kilometer safe zone across the entire border. Basically, he's just going to relocate Syrian Arabs back into Syria. It's northern Syria, and it's going to be occupied by Turkish military forces. But hey, all problems are solved, right? Never mind the fact that this is not where these people came from. They basically have to pick up and start over a new life in a place they've never been before. Mm. But whatever. It's no longer Turkey's problem. That's that's the that's the goal here. Okay. okay. Now, he's trying to break up that Kurdish territory because if you look at where that 30-mile or 30-kilometer strip goes and, like, exactly where that cuts into, that pretty much bisects the Kurdish territory in a very hard, right-down-the-middle way. Okay, and it breaks up their sphere of influence, it breaks up their trade routes, it breaks up their ability to move into and out of their country and into and out of their places. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, there's borders already in place, whether you're Kurdish or not, you'd have to show papers, but it goes a lot easier when you're already in your neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Okay. Now, he always attacks into Syria whenever he needs a good spike. Okay, whenever his approval ratings are low, he launches some attack into Syria. He's done this at least for sure four times already. And each time has been right before an election, right before a big voting, right before a big thing was passed, right when his whatever it was when he needed people to rally behind him, he attacks Syria. How surprising. Another shitbag politician. Right. And that's all he has done literally since day one, bro. Mm. Now, this push goes directly against the United States, bro. Okay. Okay. So? 
this push that he will be making into Syria because the USA have supported and supplied and advised the SDF forces in Syria since June of 2015 to help us fight against ISIS. Okay. Okay. We literally took the SDF and hooked them up with all of our shit, our gear, our equipment, trained them on how to use our gear and equipment. These dudes can throw down. These are some fighters, dude. I'm not saying they're equal to us. Or no. no, but like legit, they they can hold their own. You know what I mean? They're very capable soldiers. Okay. And here's the problem. We did that in order to fight ISIS, but what we didn't realize was that doing this would screw over, quote-unquote, and I'm putting some very big quote-unquotes with that, our ally, Turkey. Because now their enemy, quote-unquote, the Kurds, have a armed, trained military strong post in North Syria to invade into Turkey and do shit against them if they so chose. Mm. And it gives them more of a standpoint to hopefully one day found their own country and Turkey hates this. So us hooking up these people to fight ISIS, Turkey took that as some shade throwing their way because now they have to deal with a problem that we just made worse for them. Okay. Again, I disagree with that. I think they should let these people be, but that's just me. That's my two cents. I'm not here for that, you know? Yeah, we just got to stay out of other people's shit, dude. <clears throat> I know. I mean, I know that we're backing certain you know entire countries. episodes about other people's shit, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that, like, this shouldn't be an issue for us. Like, yeah, I know that, would you say Turkey is, is, like, we're allies with Turkey, right? We are. They're NATO. Okay. We're allies with Turkey. Let them handle their shit, then. I'm with you. However, their shit goes against somebody that we have supported this whole time. Now it's the, well, our friends over here and our friend over here have beef. And what are we supposed to do? Do we back our friend or do we back our friend? We back nobody. Okay, that's and I think, I think that's about what's about to happen. And if that's the case, the SDF is about to get screwed over. Very similar to how the South Vietnamese soldiers that we trained were screwed over after we bailed out. Very similar to how our Afghanistan aides were screwed over when we just pulled out, right? Mm. Very similar to how every time we've done this, every time we've gone into a location and then pulled out militarily, whoever we left that helped us out gets fucked. And we've done this consistently. The pull-out method is never 100%. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
It's uh, it's America's <laughs> go-to, man, and I just I, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? If these people hooked us up, we should either A, continue to help them, or B, get them out of there, especially the ones that were, like, key players in helping us. Okay. Advisors yeah. and shit. Sure. Anyway, anyway. Right. Morally, that's correct, I would say. I, I agree. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Now, we didn't realize that doing this was screw over Turkey. Turkey believes that the SDF and the PKK are the exact same unit. The Syrian Defense Forces and the uh, Workers' Party from Turkey that is an actual armed insurrection. They claim them as a terrorist group. Keep in mind, so does America. We claim that the PKK is a terrorist organization operating inside of Turkey. We acknowledge this. We say that the SDF, our Syrian boys, are a whole different unit. Turkey sees no difference. Is there really a difference? I'll leave that up to you to decide. Okay. They're both armed Kurdish forces who are, at the end of the day, trying to found their own country. Yes, they may be on opposite sides of an invisible line, but are they really different? Are their tactics different? Are one of them freedom fighters and the other one's a terrorist cell? You be the judge. Okay. Okay. When Erdogan announces invasion, okay, the Biden administration condemned it, but they can't really do much else to help because Turkey has some major pull with NATO and the EU right now. Mm. Okay, let's talk about that. Okay. This, this is the coin, this is the point I was trying to get at. Why nobody's going to do anything to help or, or to stop Turkey from doing anything, bro? Russia invading Ukraine is big in more than a few ways, bro. Now that the whole world is concentrating on Russia. Sweden and Finland's applications to join NATO are more critical than ever, right? Okay. Now, you, you do know that they're seeking to join NATO as well, yes, correct? Yes, yes. Now, these are two countries that hold the border to Russia's north border, okay? Like, they, they are their complete neighbors to the north. Okay. Okay. They also, their trade waters could completely cut off Russia's ability to use anything in the North Atlantic or the Arctic Sea, so to speak. So it's not in Russia's best interest that that happens. Of course not. Russia's trying to fight this as much as they can, but what are they going to do? Because both Finland and Sweden have extremely capable forces. They're maybe, they are not built to be offensive forces, but they have been built to be defensive in case Russia invades. That's their entire military standpoint. And they have got it on lock. Like, they're going to be fine if Russia tries to invade them. Really. But anyway. <coughs> Get it out of you. Excuse me. Um, ter- all right. So for them to join NATO, okay, all existing countries have to agree. Okay. You have to get the thumbs up from all existing countries. Of NATO. To be a part of NATO. Exactly. Okay. Turkey being one of them. It's not a percentage. It has to be every one of them. 100%. Huh. One person throws the thumb down, you out. Damn. So you, like you got to be on everybody's good graces. You got to play by everybody's rules. You want to be a part of this club, you better be a part of this club. Right? That's yeah. why Ukraine's been trying to get there. But anyway. Now, that being the case, Turkey is demanding all accused PKK and SDF prisoners hailed by Sweden and Finland to be extradited to Turkey to stand trial and for Finland to release their arms ban that they uh, put on Turkey a few years back. Mm. Either if they agree to these terms, they're in. Here's the deal. How many fucking prisoners of the PKK and the SDF do you think these two countries have between them? I can't imagine it being a lot seeing as how they don't have any kind of representation in Syria. Why the fuck would they have prisoners from that country? Hmm. I'm assuming it's a handful, bro. I couldn't find anything on the numbers. Um, to our cult members, if you're able to find a number on that, please let us know because I couldn't find anything as far as how many prisoners they were referring to. Is it five? Is it 200? 
I have no fucking clue. I have no frame of reference on this one. Anyway, so that's their demands, okay? And if they do that, they will give them thumbs up and they'll be a part of NATO and all of that will be happy, happy, joy, joy. Here's the thing. America is not trying to do anything to upset Turkey right now because we want Finland and Sweden to be a part of NATO. If we back up our boys with the SDF right now and prevent Turkey from invading, it's literally a NATO country being crippled proxily by another NATO country. And that's not going to go over well. Okay, so what would happen as a result of that then? I think it's another cog into the World War Three machine, man. Really? That's where all this is going? I, I honestly believe that this is just another brick in the wall. Huh? Pink Floyd reference. As I'm wearing a Pink Floyd shirt under my, <laughs> under my flannel right now. I think that it's all pieces falling into place where they're supposed to to make this happen. And I think it is really coming our way. So World War Three, in your opinion, is inevitable and we probably are, right around the corner. We are closer to it now than we have ever been before. We are truly on the precipice of it. Everybody thought the Cold War was going to be World War Three, And in a way, I guess you could argue it was because there was wars all over the world being fought as proxy wars that were being funded and supported by U.S. and Soviet Union forces proxy, right? Mm -hmm. This is kind of the same thing, though. But I'm afraid that the proxy wars will actually all devolve into state wars here soon. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I think it's going to be more and more things like this. A little bit more land being taken here. A little bit more military occupation here. They're going to push one step over the line too far, and one thing after another, chain reaction is going to happen, and we're going to have a World War III. I truly believe that. Wow. And especially with Turkey being the way they are, and them not getting the love and support from NATO that they truly want in this regard, I wouldn't be surprised if Turkey ends up being on the opposite side of NATO on some of these things when it's all shaken out. Has I'm that happened saying, before? Does no. NATO often disagree with its its countries? I mean, it's a majority rule. You'll always have a couple of countries that feel like they got shafted on decisions and things. But I mean, for the most part... But it's always understood. For the most part, NATO works for military reasons and for trade relations. And it's a very good way to have everybody be on the same page with things and get everybody on the same, you know, same sheet of music. Mm -hmm. And more or less to uh, gang up on other countries that don't want to submit. Let's be honest. That's really what it is. Yeah, which I mean, is not what numbers. it was formed for. Uh, it was formed to go against Russia That's and the it. Soviet Union and all their satellite states. It was literally Soviet bloc versus NATO. So that was all of Kazakhstan, uh, Ukraine for a bit, uh, Lithuania, uh, all these countries that were Soviet bloc were Soviet bloc versus NATO countries. Mm, Obviously, okay. NATO won because, duh. Capitalism will always beat out communism. It's mathematically proven. Facts. Anyway, moving on. Now, Turkey knows. All right, so here's what I'm thinking. I think we're about to screw over the SDF for the quote-unquote greater good, as we always do. Okay, we did it with the South Vietnamese. We did it with the South Koreans. We did it with uh, African countries that we have helped out over the years. We've straight up abandoned them, and they got screwed over as soon as we left. I am very afraid that we're about to do the exact same thing to the SDF fighters. Um, and I actually know guys who actually train those dudes. And according to them, those are some solid fucking guys. Hmm. And I'm afraid that they're about to be pretty much left to their own devices with no aid, support, reinforcements, resupply. They're on their own. Um, 
Turkey knows that we probably won't be able to do anything to stop this because we want NATO to grow in force, which means that we sacrifice our brothers in SDF to get Finland and Sweden in NATO, which strengthens the overall greater good, quote unquote, bullshit message. Mm, Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. There's <sighs> a lot so, to this story. There's a lot. There's a lot of moving pieces to it. Very about. dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's pretty dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Now, not a love story, though. Not much. Now, when <laughs> this invasion happens, Syria's not going to mind because, again, they have civil war problems. Now, keep in mind, the opposing factions in the Syrian civil war have been heavily backed by Russia and the U.S. Okay, Turkey and Russia have been on opposing sides of this because Turkey wants Syrian President Assad out. And they want and uh, Russia wants the president to stay in power. Okay, reason why Assad allows Russia to lease land for their naval base at Tartus, which is Russia's only naval base in the entire Mediterranean Sea. Okay, Hmm. this is the only place for Russian warships that they can go for repairs without going the long fucking way to a Russian port, which, for the record, would be through NATO controlled the Turkish Straits and into the Black Sea to Novor. Novorossiysk, I can't pronounce Russian words, or um, Sevastopol in uh, Russian-occupied Crimea. That is their closest Russian bases to the Mediterranean Sea, and that is not a close or easy journey for them to make because they have to go through NATO waters to get there. So basically, Russia wants Assad to stay in because he lets them keep their base, which lets them have a, a military power in the Mediterranean Sea. You okay. Feel me? Yeah. All right. Now. Have you heard of the Wagner Group or the Wagner Group? No. Okay, so for anybody who's been keeping up with the war in Ukraine or knows anything about the Russian military as a whole, the Wagner Group is the more or less, uh, they are not officially a thing, even though they are 100% funded, 100% recruited by, and 100% backed by the Russian military. They're basically the autonomous private military contractor side of the Russian military. So they're not upholding to the Geneva conventions, but they're funded by Russian military. Mm. See what I'm saying? Okay. They do shit that no one else can do. And they're just private contractors. When you look at it on paper. Okay. Now the Wagner group has been operating inside of Syria since 2015. Okay. So the Russian forces inside of Syria and the Turkish forces that are trying to do the same thing, right? They've been kind of going back and, and forth against each other. But Turkey is no longer worried about Assad and instead are shooting their shot for their safe zone. Okay. I think that that's their goal. They're no longer trying to worry about the Assad regime change, the elections coming up. If they get their safe zone like they're pushing for, I think they're just going to leave that alone and just let it be what it's going to be. Okay. Um, In 2018, the Russian and Turkish proxy forces agreed to stop attacking each other's positions. Now, Turkey didn't actually have any military presence in the area. They were sending proxy forces. They were sending people funded by them, but not actually them, right? Same thing Russia was doing with the Wagner Group. Um, All was good, except for this very small province um, that kind of came under contestation with, uh, well, with how the treaties and things played out. Have I, have I lost you thus far? No, I I'm listening. Like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in 2020, the Arab rebels in uh, Syria that opposed Assad, keep in mind there's a civil war. There's like five different factions to the civil war, by the way. There's two main ones, granted. But there's a lot of splinter cells that are trying to do their own thing as well. A Arab opposed to Assad rebel group, okay, 
They're considered refugees, quote unquote, but not really. All gathered in this one little section of Syria called the Idlib uh, area. Uh, it's current. It's commonly referred to as the last rebel stronghold in Syria. It's ran by this group that the name is super Arab and I can't pronounce it. So I'm going to call it the HTS. Okay? okay. Radical Islam faction bent on overthrowing the Assad regime and installing a Sunni Islamic, uh, a fundamentalist Sunni Islamic government. I'm talking full on hardcore terrorist extreme jihadists. Right. Okay. Now. Here's the problem about that little area in the Idlib section that's in the northwest of Syria. That is 35 miles away from Himimim, which is Russia's air base in the area, and 75 miles away from the naval base at Tartus. Okay, so these this little terrorist group is really close to Russia's really key jewels to this area, and they're not happy about that. Russia and Syria want to destroy this group, but this would lead to more refugees going into Turkey, and Turkey Turkish people do not want any more refugees in their country right now. So basically, they are agreeing to kind of let them be a neutral zone. They're pretty much letting the little terrorist group have their little neighborhood to themselves, and they ain't really going to fuck with it right now, and that's fine. And that was all fine and good until 2022 when Russia invaded Ukraine. They started pulling resources from Syria. Their their Wagner Group operators that were in Syria mm-hmm. started pulling them from Syria and put them in Ukraine because they were losing massive numbers. It's over six figures, by the way, hmm. for the record. If anybody's keeping count at home. Um, that being the case, Iran has moved into the power vacuum that is being left up there. Here's the problem. Iran are some wild fuckers, bro. They do not agree with the whole, oh, well, we'll just kind of play it neutral and we'll just. No, Iran's coming in and they want to uh, they want to handle up on some things, bro. They also want Assad to stay in power for religious reasons because he is a uh, Sunni Muslim. He's a uh, I forget what it's called, but he's actually a very uh, small sect of Muslim. But they're they're from what I could tell. They're very well respected. OK. Um. Anyway, Iran wants to push into this area and occupy this territory with their military. They also want to be able to make uh, rail lines that go from Iran through Iraq into Syria to the Mediterranean Sea so that they can better supply and enforce Hezbollah in their actual goals to fight against Israel, which is Syria's uh, neighboring country. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) I told you Israel was going to make its way into this too. Okay, because Iran's trying to, they are currently in that power vacuum and they're taking over in a very big way where Russia's just not there anymore and they need somebody to take that void. Iran's filling it. They're going to start funding more Hezbollah operations and Israel's going to start seeing some major attacks coming in the next few months as well. Okay. Always some crazy shit going on in Israel, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, here's the deal if Iran does go into this HTS area, it's going to cause more of a ret- refugee crisis because they're going to move in. They're going to push these Islamic j- jihadists out because they're from opposing factions. Okay. And now they'll be refugees in Turkey, which is the whole problem they're trying to avoid in the first place. So Turkey is really, really, really for multiple reasons, trying to make this push into Syria for their 30 mile fucking strip there. They see this as a good way to be able to send people somewhere else alleviate some of the the economic problems that they have on themselves and put Syrians back in Syria, even if it's in a strip. That's their that's their big picture goals behind it. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, Russia's unable to stop it, and the USA is unwilling 
to stop it. So it's about to go down, bro. It just pretty much is what it is then. Pretty much. Pretty much. What do you think? I think that um, overall, like overall, I think that war will always go on. Like this, this whole place that we live in, whether it be round or flat, yep. There's always going to be war, and that that sucks. And there, but there always will be because there will always be, you know, people that are have the ideas of taking over the world. Well, let me ask and you this, doing man. things for the greater good and and bullshit well, like that. I hear you, but now you hear the big picture, mm-hmm. okay? The U.S. is not going to do anything to stop this from happening. Russia is unable to stop this from happening. Turkey is not going to get stopped by NATO because everybody wants Turkey to be in their good graces so that they can make this approval for Sweden and Finland. Okay. Right? So that being the case, and Turkey already with their economic problems the way it is, public approval of their president going through the shitter right now. Okay? Do you believe that they will probably make another military push into Turkey? And if so, what do you think will be the blowback? And that's why I brought it up on this show, bro, because this quote-unquote bombing that killed six and injured over 80, mm-hmm. I think that they're going to use that as a false flag. I wouldn't be shocked if that was actually set up by Turkey against its own people to make this push happen. Because there's nothing that lines up with the story of who set off the bomb, what their reasons were, who's taking credit for it. None of anything's lining up. Right. I mean, I guess my problem is is that I have a massive distrust for the media. Agreed. And so, you know, the media will always play to, oh, poor them, poor this, and this happened to them, so poor them. And I'm just like, okay, but that's not really what's going on. You know, whenever we're sending over fucking billions upon billions of dollars to Ukraine and fucking Zelensky is just coming over here, you see he didn't even wear like a suit or anything. Motherfucker wore like basically like a turtleneck or some bullshit. He's in combat, man. He was rocking the tactic neck. You leave him alone. He is a poontang. (laughs) That's what he is. I don't like him. I don't think it. Dude, honestly, I think that all this war shit that is going on, I don't really know what to make of all of it. Maybe we are headed towards World War Three, but like, there's a lot of things going on. What's the, the point world, of bro? it? If there's a World War Three, who wins in that? <laughs> who wins in any war, bro? That's what I'm saying. The like banks, exactly. The banks win in the wars, dog. Look, you fucking there is, Rothschilds and your fucking Rockefellers. There is a civil war in Syria right now. There is a civil war in Libya right now. Also, that one, interestingly enough. A lot of countries that would typically be enemies have actually backed the same side in the Libyan civil war. They found themselves allies on this one front. It's very, very fascinating to watch the geopolitics happen on that. Mm. And that also plays a major factor into what's going on in the uh, Mediterranean and the Middle East as a whole right now. You look at that. We have like seven different genocides going on across the world. Okay. We have the Ukrainian conflict going on. NATO is doing whatever it is. EU is what the currency is plummeting. I think, the, is the dollar worth more than the euro right now? I was going to ask you that earlier. I thought it was. It was at one point. I don't know if it still is. If it's not, it's it's damn near one-to-one, which is not a good sign. The EU should be smoke-checking us if you're going to talk about GDP as a whole. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago where it was like the euro was almost two-to-one to our dollar. Dude, when I went to Paris, both times I went, as a matter of fact, it was like a dollar seventy-five to one euro. Yeah, that's what I remember it being. Bro. That was some bullshit. Talk yeah. about a 50-euro cab ride to get across the city. Yeah. Yo, that fucking hit me, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. 
I was uh oh, it's on that bullshit. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that being said, do you think there's a conspiracy here? Or do you think it was exactly that? It was a bomb set off by a group, Turkey's about to retaliate in whatever way they see fit. It's gonna be a couple of different reasons why they're doing it. And no one's going to stop them. Or do you think that there's some fuckery afoot and they're using this as justification to lead to the death of a lot of people? I'm not even going to lie to you, dude. Whenever shit like this happens, I assume that it's us fucking with it. Now, now, if we can't back one person or the, or the other, we don't want to cause any waves. I don't believe that's where the us. whole idea of fucking ISIL and ISIS came from yeah. in the first place. Yeah. So, like, we get other people to do our dirty work. And you think we're just not going to have a hand in this bullshit? I hear you. There's no way. But at the same time, let me ask you this now. Do you think that... I don't I, Well, I don't think we had a hand in this bombing in Turkey. America as a whole. I don't think... We may have known it was going to go down and let it happen because our intel is quote-unquote that good. Yeah. But I don't believe it was America being complicit in anything with this one because we don't stand to benefit anything from their retaliation from this. You know what I'm saying? If anything, I could see this being a ploy from Turkey. I could see this being a ploy from Kurdish forces to instigate an attack from Turkey so that they could have all-out war happen. Mm. And now we'll have a Turkish civil war where maybe Kurdistan itself as a nation could stand up from it. I, I don't know. There's a lot of moving pieces to this shit, man. A lot is always moving at the same time with this whole thing. And that's why, like, any kind of war like this, it's like, you know, it's just like that old that old um, saying. I can't remember who said it now. Um, the guy who they who they claim that Alex Jones is now. <laughs> what? Uh, supposedly Alex Jones is like a, a reincarnation, bro. Not a reincarnation, but almost is he a ghosty? like almost like um, the old comedian that died. And they're saying that he never really died. He's actually Alex Jones. I can't remember his name. It's, oh. it's escaping me. Um, but anyway, Not this Kennison, huh? No, no. Oh. Um, but anyway, this guy said, you know, what's crazy is, is that you're watching TV and you're seeing all this war and all these crimes that are constantly going on. Carlisle. It's doom and gloom. Carlisle, huh? George Carlisle. Uh, no, 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 that's oh. not it. Um, but you're always seeing all this crazy shit that's going on on TV. And then you turn the motherfucker off. You look out the window and it ain't nothing but birds singing. It ain't nothing but like a nice, bright, yeah. sunny day outside. So the well, point that I like to make is that's and honestly, that's really why I don't get really get like too caught up in all of this, especially the international shit, because first of all, what can I do? I think that it's always doom and gloom anyway. And, you know, I guess it's really just well, for my own sanity, to be honest with you. We got enough bullshit going on over here. I didn't bring this topic up to be a a scare the people. This isn't a news anchor. You oh, know no, saying? for sure. No, no, I don't think but you're doing I want, that. Yeah, but I wanted to bring it up because I want the cult members to be aware of what's going on because that geopolitical fucking nightmare is going to trickle down to us in one or many ways. I don't know yet. And it also depends, dude, Turkey is not happy with NATO right now because of some international water situations. Ever since Israel and these other countries around the Mediterranean found natural gas pockets off their coast, making them really independently wealthy overnight, uh -huh. Turkey, because of the Greek islands that are right there in the Mediterranean, their waterways that are considered theirs are actually kind of cut short, and they kind of got the shaft on that deal. They are already trying to push for more waterways to be acknowledged to be theirs. No one else on Earth is acknowledging that except for a certain faction of the Libyan Civil War, which plays a portion of this shit. 
it, it there's a lot there's a lot of things going on and honestly i don't know if i could see turkey sticking around with nato in in the event of a world war 3 i believe they will because nato obviously has the more military might in the world but i could also see turkey definitely wanting to swap sides if the situation looked better on an opposing faction you know what i'm saying Ah, yes. I, I don't know what to expect. I know that there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of moving pieces, and I know that I wanted to bring it to the cult members so they could keep that third eye open and be uh, watchers for what's coming on. Yeah, we always want to be aware of every single possibility, and you're not going to hear this like we said earlier. You're not going to hear it on the no. news. I mean, this is why, dude, honestly, and speaking of Alex Jones, oh, by the way, that guy who said that quote about, you know, turning off your TV and looking out the window and realizing that the world is actually, you know, more yeah. peaceful than what they lead to believe, that was uh, old Bill, Bill Hicks. Oh, Bill Hicks. Hicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. said Kenniston. I meant to say Hicks. Um, but anyway, yeah, I just think that, yeah, it's it's great that you're bringing this up yeah. because I would have never known about any of this shit in the first place. I'm not even going to lie to you. Think about this. How much money have we funneled into Ukraine? Oh, my God. Right? Now, that was a proxy war that we are funding against a country that has nothing to do with us, right? Mm. I'm afraid that something like that's about to happen in a couple of different areas around the world, and I would not be shocked if this Turkey-Syria issue is going to be one of them. Where are the white hats at, bro? Follow the money. That's what I'm trying to tell the cult members. Follow the money and keep an eye out for what's going on in that particular section of the world, man. Hmm. Well, I think, you know, um, as far as all this wartime shit goes, I think that our, you know, especially us, I don't, I can't really speak on, on behalf of other countries, but I know that we are in the middle of a currency change. Like they eventually want us to get out of this whole fiat system. But the problem is, is that they want us to get on government crypto, which is way worse because yeah, it, it does keep, you know, it does keep tabs on everything, and there's a record of every single thing that you buy, which is good and bad. It's good for you, I guess, if you want to know the history of, of you know where your money's being spent or whatever. Right. But it's also good to if we can actually keep tabs on what the government's spending, because that's the big thing: is that a government spending. Yep. This is this is the whole reason why everybody wants to see everybody's tax returns because everybody wants to see who is funding these people because in order to uh to be funded like that it has to go on your tax returns you have to claim it and all that bullshit. Well, they just came out and they found uh Trump's tax returns and there was nothing wrong with them. Believe it or not. It's almost like he was holding it out saying I'm not going to give these to you. You want them, you want them, you want them. Bang, there they are. Oh, Bitch, ain't nothing wrong with them. Got to be quicker than that. Got to be quicker. Got to be quicker. And so now what they're saying is that also blew my mind. How are you gonna catch a multi billionaire slipping up on his taxes, bro? You you think he got that rich to that dumb? His financial advisor is on some shit, bro. Has to, bro. Be. He has the best financial advisors money could buy. Now it did say that he didn't pay a whole hell of a lot of taxes, of but of course not because the, he knows the loopholes. Yes, exactly. The the smart people know how not to pay taxes. That's how the rich stay rich, dude. And it's all about like, okay, as soon as you get capital gains on something, you have to bro. immediately invest it into something. Else, no, and that's how you avoid paying taxes. That's why art is such a good place to hide big money, dude. Right, Have you right. ever looked at the international art dealing world? Uh, These yeah. sculptures that are, I mean, they're they're cool, but they're not no five million dollar fucking sculpture. But you don't have to pay capital gains tax on a piece of art. 
and you could sell that at any time to another rich person who's doing the same thing. And it's just a way to hide money in tangible things, bro. Never been an art guy myself. Well, we don't have the money to be art guys, but maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Anyway, cult members, you let us know what you think about this whole situation. Is this uh, some shit that we need to be looking out for? I mean, what's I going think it on is, with man. this? I think, you know, it's it, it's never a bad thing to be aware of what's going on. I think it's another cog in the machine of World War Three, bro. We'll, well see. Well, we'll see how it shakes out. Hashtag here we go, as my Steelers would say. Um, <laughs> is that their expression? Here we go. Steelers. Here we go. And then it goes. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl, which we might be this year because if we win and then two other teams win, there's a oh chance that we God. get in the playoffs. Sunday's going to be crazy. For all my Steelers fans out there. Actually, you know what? If you're a Steelers fan, please reach out to me personally on Instagram. I run the Instagram Cult of Conspiracy account. I want to know how many black and gold fans there are out there. I'm just gonna throw I'm not talking about that weak-ass fucking black and gold that the Saints claim to be. I was going to say, talking about black and gold, look, I know the Saints may not be all that every year, but at least we got good music associated with our team. What kind of song is this? And then don't the Eagles have some other weird song? Fight. Eagles fight. Fly. Uh, whatever. I see the fuck. You see what yeah. I mean? Meanwhile, we got fucking rap music and bop. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, we got good music. We got whole fucking albums of black and gold music. I mean, we do have Renegade. Renegade is a our huge song. They'll, they'll play it on the radio or uh, in the stadium whenever shit's about to go down. Renegade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By who? Um, Sticks. That song. That's a great song. It is a great song. Yeah. It has nothing to that's do with the Steelers. Hype, but that's our hype song. It has nothing to do with the Steelers. Oh, it does now. All of our shit has to do with black and gold or the Saints of New Orleans. I'm just saying, we got better music in the South. I'm sorry. Facts are facts. I'll agree to disagree. You think you got better music in PA than we do in Louisiana? I think we have better everything in Pennsylvania than we do in Louisiana. We could break this down to temperature, food, culture, language. I, you want to go there, bro. Like, we don't have Amish here. You're welcome. Hey, dude. Amish are fucking awesome, dude. I've you ever heard, had their cookies? I've heard the opposite. I've met a few Mennonites. I've never had any bad dealings, but I've heard by people that live in PA, they fucking hate the Amish. Why is that? I've never heard of anybody that hated the Man, Amish. Man, I have heard some... Everywhere I'm from, everybody respects and loves the Amish. I have heard some serious, I'm talking vengeful, hateful things spoken about the Amish. I don't know why. I don't. There's no reason for that. That's stupid. Is, is it? Yeah. Okay, so there's just people being assholes. Dude, people love the Amish, where in, at least where I'm from in Pennsylvania. Okay. Because they're hard workers. You, sure. you you call them over. They're literally, you can contract contract them out to do anything, bro. Yeah. We had them build uh, our porch for us. Came out fucking sick. And extremely, like, extremely good work. And they're quick, dude. I'm talking about they don't waste no fucking time on anything. I don't know, man. I've, I've heard. I actually have not heard. You're the first person I've heard say a positive thing about them. Really? Yes. That's like, insane. I wish I was joking because, again, I have no basis to go off of because I've only met Mennonites, and that was in Maryland. I don't know about the PA Amish, the true Pennsylvania Dutch. I don't know these people. All I have heard is that they're a bunch of – I'm not going to say that the, it's just horrible things of what I've been told. Huh. Okay, and I just – I don't know why there is that much of a stigma. Is it, I've been curious. Is it fear of the unknown? Is that people are kind of like, oh, I don't know what they're about, so therefore, fuck them. Or is it no, like they hold they hold like extreme religious values? Is it that they hate their horse and buggies on the road and causing traffic jams? 
I could see that being an I issue. I always like seeing them go by like that. I always I, thought that know, was cool as shit. I, I don't think I wish I had a fucking horse and buggy. That'd be badass. Right? I'm going to save on gas money, bro. I don't. I don't, that's I, the way you know, to live. I mean, I wouldn't want to live that way without electricity, no, personally. Fuck, no. Um, Especially but, in Pennsylvania winter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much living like Dwight Schrute from The Office. It's just, <laughs> just on some old school shit. Beat but farmer. I respect the shit out of him. I don't know why we had to go down that. that yeah, it is there. what it is. Anyway, let's wrap. Let's wrap it up. With that being said, this was another beautiful episode of The Cult of conspiracy and my name is jonathan i'm jacob and there's one very important extremely vital thing we need you to do just as soon as humanly possible open up that third eye Hey, cult members, Jacob here. Just wanted to ask, who wants better sex? The best way to get started is to go to adamandeve.com right now. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item, but that's not all. When you get one item, they will also send three bonus sexy items and six free movies. They offer discreet shipping as your privacy is a priority, plus free shipping on your entire order. Doesn't matter how much you spend or what you buy. All will be packaged and sent discreetly for free. That's 50% off one item and 10 free gifts to boot. Bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your bedroom. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Just enter the offer code CULT at checkout and you'll get 50% off almost any item, plus 10 free gifts, 3 bonus items, 6 free movies, and free shipping. Use the offer code CULT, that's C-U-L-T, at adamandeve.com. Now this is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use this code to get you not just the discount and the free goodies, but also the 100% free shipping with the code CULT. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.